We are six lines from the top of the page. Tanu Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, and that's why they're rabbis. All right. Here we go. We're going to wrap up our discussion from yesterday for the next few lines. There's an additional Tanu Rabbanon in about ten lines or so. So this Tanu Rabbanon is wrapping up a discussion between... Um, between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshes. Tanu Rabbanon, the rabbis learnt, Elu Sha'isim Es Hashem. Here's a list of people who are obligated to bring a Pesach Sheni. Now what, I, what we all should be noticing, particularly for the, the gist of where the Gemara is going to go with this, Notice that there's going to be both men and women involved who are obligated to bring a Pesach Sheni. Where do we find that both men and women are obligated to bring the Pesach Sheni? Hazavim v'hazavais. A zavim, a male zav, v'hazavais. That is a female. Ha-mitzorah in, men who become a mitzorah, v'ha-mitzorah ois. And women who become mitzvahs. Vinidais, a nida, which applies to women only, obviously. Ubayale nidas, and somebody who did the avera of having intercourse with a nida is also going to be tame. Vahayoldais, and a woman who gives birth. Hashaigigin vanusim vamezidim, or somebody who is a shaigig, an onus or a mezid, unintentional, accidental, or purposefully. Did not bring the Pesach Rishon, or a Tomei person, and somebody who was on a faraway place, which the Mishnah soon later on on our daf is going to ask how far away is far away. So why does it? Uh, why does the Torah say only somebody Tomei has Pesach Sheni? If this Brisa just gave us a whole list of people who bring a Pesach Sheni. Lama Nemar, what do you mean why? You know why it has to tell us about a Tomei? Because it's letting us know that a Tomei specifically, if he wants, anybody who's Tomei, if he wants to bring a Pesach Rishon, is not allowed. Somebody who's far away, are they allowed to bring a Pesach Rishon? If you can make it here in time, right? Come on over. Yeah, we'll, we'll invite you to the party. But somebody who's Tomei, can't be invited, says the Gemara. Okay, so maybe the reason why it says, the Gemara's shy list. Why say Tomei brings a Pesach Sheni if really we have a whole list of people who bring a Pesach Sheni? Says the Gemara, that's not a question. Maybe the reason why we're saying Tomei is that a Tomei is obligated to bring a Pesach Sheni. Ella, rather, Imkein Lama Namar B'derech So why does the Torah uh, specify Derech Rechaika? They're allowed to come. Leparsham in Akaris. To say that, yeah, he's able to come for a Pesach Rishon, but if he doesn't, He's not obligated in Kuris. So says the Gemara, Uchiman de Omar Hortza. Since we're saying that somebody who's far away is not going to be Chayav Kuris, but technically you can be included in a Pesach Rishon, you see that it's not a matter of establishing a Shliach like Rav Sheshes. Rather, again, this is wrapping up the idea. We have one more step to this of, uh, of Rav Nachman, Uchaman Omar Hortza, and therefore you see that this Brisa is following the opinion of Rav Nachman, 
who says that if somebody is far away and somebody else has them in mind, even if they don't end up showing up, it's as if they brought a Pesach Rishon and they will have no mitzvah of Pesach Sheni. Isha B'Sheni Mimachayva says, Gemara, one second, I got a Zaytik question. I got a side question over here because there's a woman obligated in a carbon Pesach. I would have thought only a tummy mace or somebody who's too far away, the ones listed by the Torah, they're the ones who are allowed to bring a Pesach Sheni. It says ish ish. And in the Brisa that we mentioned, we mentioned women. Mitzayra ice, need ice, zav ice, right? You mentioned that? This was the machlaikas. That uh, this is the machlekes that we had earlier, two blot ago, which is are women themselves obligated in a pesach sheni or are they just a reshus to be included in pesach rishon? We had a three-way machlekes. If we're going to say in this brisa that women are obligated in pesach sheni, it must be following the opinion of the Tana, who holds that women actually have a chiyuv to bring uh, pesach rishon and pesach sheni. Period. That wraps up the discussion from yesterday. Okay, that wraps up the discussion between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshus about whether a carbon for somebody who's Baderach Rechaika far away is Horza, whether it is accepted. Period. Okay. Brand new Gemara. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to start a new Bryce, and I want to have a discussion first. And I want, I want us to think this through with our own Svarna, our own logic. What would we say if we were the Rav? Okay, what would we say if we were, we were the rabbi in such a situation? We're supposed to bring up Karbam uh, Pesach on the 14th day of Nisan. If you don't, so under cir- certain circumstances, you bring a Pesach Sheni. What is the status of a Pesach Sheni? And here are the options. Is it a deferred Pesach Rishon? Is it a brand new mitzvah on its own, maybe? Is it deferred? That, oh, a month later you'll bring your Pesach. It's called the Pesach Sheni because it's a different day. But it's really one mitzvah. Or do we say, no, Pesach Sheni is a brand new mitzvah. If you didn't bring a Pesach Rishon because the Torah says you're not allowed to, you're Tameh, or whatever... So there's a brand new mitzvah just for you. And that's called Pesach Sheni. You're going to ask, who cares? What's the difference if a Pesach Sheni is a pushed off Pesach Rishon or it's a new mitzvah? What's a practical difference? Well, the practical difference is going to be if let's say I, perp- let's say I uh, didn't bring a Pesach Rishon and I didn't bring a Pesach Sheni Am I obligated in two carbonas? Unintentionally. I unintentionally couldn't bring a Pesach Risha. So is that an Avera Bishaygig? And I need to bring Karmachatas? And then if I do it, if that happens to me again on the second Pesach, do I bring a second Chatas? If it's two mitzvahs, I should have to bring two Karmachatas. Or maybe here's another tzad. 
if Pesach Sheni is like Tashlumen, if it's like makeup for Pesach Rishon, so let's say I unintentionally couldn't bring a Pesach Rishon, so I'm allowed to bring a Pesach Sheni. When I bring a Pesach Sheni, maybe I'm not obligated to bring any chatas because I, I, I perform my mitzvah. I never did an Avera. Ah, you didn't bring a Pesach Rishon? Yes, I did. It just deferred to a month later, but I fulfilled that mitzvah just the 30 days later. What, 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 is a, what is this Pesach Sheni situation? Who... Who's this, who's this uh, Mr. Pesach Sheni? This carbon, how do we view it? Okay? That's going to be our discussion here. So let's go. Let's read this. We'll take this through step by step. Slow. It's a very gishmak gemara. Step, it's very methodical. Tonder Rabbonon. Right smack dab in the middle of the daf. Middle of the yomad. The rabbis learned so shui. Chayav kores al harisha. A person could be high of Kharis for intentionally not bringing a Pesach Rishon. The high of Kharis Alasheni. And a person could be high of Kharis on a Pesach Sheni. Seems two separate Isura. Divrei Rebbe. This is what Rebbe holds. The high of Kharis twice. Now, practically speaking, Rashi points out. Kares, person dies before age 60. Can't die twice. Right? So what does it mean, Yichai of Kares twice? It means the Onesh of Kares, or the Karbonos that need to be brought to atone. Okay? It's two separate Averis. Divrei Rebbe. This is the Pinna Rebbe. Rabbi Nassim Omer. Rabbi Nassim says, Chai of Kares al Harishan. You're going to be Chai of Kares for purposefully or purposely not bringing a carbon on a regular carbon. If a person decides, you know what, I'm not doing a Pesach Sheni. There, there's no Kares. Kares is only for Pesach Rishon. Pesach Sheni is like a much lighter obligation, says Rev Nasa. Rabbi Hananiah ben Akavya Omer, Rabbi Hananiah ben Akavya says, very interesting third opinion. And Rabbi Hanania is of the opinion that a Pesach Sheni is a deferred Rishon. So he says, if you purposely don't bring a Pesach Rishon, and you bring a Pesach Sheni, you don't get Kares. Because at the end of the day, you brought your Pesach Rishon. The Chi of Kares for a Karban Pesach says Akavya and ask says Rav Chana ben Akavya and ask me if I'm not. I want to make sure I'm articulating this well. Rabbi Chananya ben Akavya says a Pesach Sheni is really a Pesach Rishon that's being brought a month later, and therefore, if I purposely do not bring a Pesach Rishon, but I do end up bringing a Pesach Sheni, I've I've just removed the Kares. Because I did end up bringing a carbon Pesach. Klar? So like this, let's review the three opinions. Rebbe is of the opinion Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni are two independent obligations. And if you don't bring a Pesach Rishon, you get Kares. You don't bring a Pesach Sheni, you get another Kares. Rebbe Nassim says, 
It's two separate things. But the Pesach Rishon has Kares, and the Pesach Sheni, you didn't have Eira, but there's no Kares. Rebbe Chavin Akavya says it's not even two mitzvahs. Pesach Sheni is a deferred Pesach Rishon. The Torah says, oh, you didn't bring a Pesach Rishon? Okay, I'll let you do it 30 days later. Therefore, says Hananya ben Akavya, anyone who brings a Pesach Sheni just brought their Pesach Rishon, and therefore you're not Chayv Kares at all. So I can purposely not bring my Pesach Rishon, end up bringing a Pesach Sheni, I'm no longer Chayv Kares, because I brought my Pesach Rishon as the plan B. Okay? These three opinions are all consistent with their own reasonings. The Tana we learned in a Brisa. Gershon is Geyer Ben Shnei Pesachim Bechin Kach Shegel Ben Shnei Pesachim Chayav Las Pesach Sheni. Let's see if somebody who converted after the Pesach Rishon and before Pesach Sheni, or you have somebody who became a Bar Mitzvah after Pesach Rishon before Pesach Sheni. The halacha is they need to bring a Pesach Sheni. It is different, Rabbi. This is the opinion of Rebbe. Rebbe is consistent with his reasoning. Why? It's a chiyuv, it's an obligation, and it's not a matter of a makeup. If it was a makeup carbon, then there's no reason why a ger would have to bring a carbon if he converted to Judaism after Pesach Rishon. Why you bring a Pesach Sheni? There's nothing to make up for. You weren't Jewish. Why is a bar mitzvah boy? Bring a Pesach Sheni. There's nothing to, he never missed a mitzvah. Rabbi Nasanaymer, Kosha Zakuk Larisha and Zakuk Lasheni. No, whoever's connected to a carbon Pesach Rishain, only then is he connected to Pesach Sheni. Kosha ain't Zakuk Larishain, ain't Zakuk the Pesach Sheni. But my Kamifiki, what's the source of their Machlaikas? Rabbi Savar, Rabbi holds, and this is Rabbi Yale is going to answer your question. Why is Rabbi saying that Pesach Rishain and Pesach Sheni are two independent mitzvahs? Rabbi says, Sheni regel bifnei atzmaihu. A Pesach Sheni is a regel bifnei atzmai. It's mamish like a yomtiv that stands on its own two legs. It's not connected to anything else. And therefore, each one is going to have their own chiyuv kares. And he learns this out from the fact that the if you look back, so earlier the Rashi explains, there's a whole long Rashi, but Rashi explains that by a Pesach Rishayim, there is a mitzvah asay, and by a Pesach Sheni, the Pesach's coming to include other lavin, other transgressions, and therefore each one's got its own independent chiyuv. Rav Nassim Savar, Sheni Tashlum and the Rishonhu, that the second carbon is just a makeup for the, for the Pesach Sheni, is a makeup for the Pesach Rishayim. Tikune la Rishayim loy mesakin le. But it's not a, it's not a tikkun, Okay. It's not a makeup. If you missed it, now you make it up. No, it's a deferred rishon. So, in order to be able, to, if you hold that a sheni is a deferred rishon, you can only bring the deferred rishon if you were obligated at the time of the rishon. And this convert and this boy that became our mitzvah after Pesach cannot bring a Pesach sheni because it's deferred from a month ago. And a month ago, they didn't have a mitzvah, so they can't bring the carbon now. He says that it's a takanta, it's a complete makeup for it, and that's why as well 
there's you can only make up for in Avera that you did. There's a Pasuk which says a person who's tar, but he was far away. Rebbe Sava, Rebbe holds this Pasuk, teaches us, and the person is far away, and he wasn't able to, to bring a carbon Pesach, so uh, he, he purposely held off. So then you're going to be Chayav Kares for bringing a Pesach Rishon. And if you didn't do the same thing on a Pesach Sheni, so you're also going to be Chayav Kares. That's the opinion of Rebbe. So how do you know this, that it says Cheta Yisa is Kares, top of Amud Beis, according to Rebbe. We get onto some very interesting halachas over here. And Rebbe holds that a person who is a Megadev, a person who curses um, out Hashem, okay, um, literally it's, a, it's blasphemy, um, is the same as somebody who is Mevarech Hashem, somebody who, who curses out Hashem. So somebody basically says, this Avedah Zara is great, is the same as somebody who's, who, God forbid, says, you know, uh, Hashem should be cursed. A person who curses out Hashem will carry his sin. He learns here from the Chetai over there, just like by Pesach Rishon, it's Kares. So to by Pesach Rishon, Asheni, it is Kares. That's the pin of Rebbe. A person who's far away and he purposely doesn't bring the carbon Pesach, then he gets Kares. The high, Kilosh and the Hohu. This pasuk of ki is a lashon of ha, a lashon of because. Ki has different meanings. Sometimes ki means because, when, so on and since, so on and so forth. Over here it means because. So the Torah is telling me as follows. Why is he chayv kares? Because he didn't bring carbon Hashem in its proper time. So when's the archi of kares? Only when he didn't bring his proper time. When's the proper time? The 14th day in Nisan. So only when I didn't bring it on the 14th day in Nisan do I get kares. But when I, bring it on the, but when I don't bring it on the 14th day of Iyar, there's not going to be a chiyav karis. Ah, he says the Gemara, according to Nasan, hai cheta yisa my avidle. What does it do with the cheta yisa? If there's no chiyav karis for not bringing a pesach sheni, so why does the Torah say he's going to carry his sin? The Gemara answers, kasavar megadev la behind bevarach hashem. He says a megadev, a person who uh, praises avidazara, is not somebody who's cursing out Hashem. The Gemara hai cheta yidahasa may hai cheta yidahacha, and he compares. The two chetai is ma'ahacha kares av hasam kares. Just like over here, there's a chiyav kares for for a person who purposely does not bring a carbon uh, pesach. So too, there's going to be a chiyav of kares for somebody who curses out Hashem. So we know now very clear the source and the reasoning behind the opinion of Rebbe, who holds that there's kares both by pesach rishon and pesach sheni. We know the reason for Rev Nassin, who holds that there's there's kares by Pesach Rishon, and there's no Kares, although it's Usr, there's no Kares by Pesach Sheni. And now we turn to the third opinion, the Rabbi Chaim ben Akav Yosavar V'chodol, Lasses HaPesach V'nechrusa, it says, and he purposely refrains from bringing the Korban Pesach, Ikarban Hashem Lehikr V'mayadai B'Sheni. If he didn't bring it, and it's Mayadai, so then, if you didn't do it, now you're bringing it in its proper time. Meaning, it's just a, uh, it's, uh, it's deferred, until 30 days later, but it's not it's not a mitzvah that stands on its own. Pesach Sheni is not a mitzvah that stands on its own. It seems that Pesach Sheni has its own sin to, to carry. In addition to the first uh, transgression, 
which seems it's two independent Averis, the Gemara says, Kedamar will give the same answer that we said to Rav Nassim, which is that he holds that a Megadeif and a Mevarech Hashem is different, and therefore the Chetai of the Pasuk is, is uh, just telling us that a Karban Pesach, uh, a negligent Karban Pesach person who doesn't bring it is going to be Chayav Kari's, and somebody curses at Hashem is going to be Chayav Kari's. Bottom line is, the Gemara just wraps this up for us. Okay, here's the the bottom line, the wrap-up before the Mishnah. Hokach, therefore, here's the bottom line. Let's pull this all together. If a person purposefully, bottom line, if I purposely didn't bring a carbon Pesach Rishon, and I purposely didn't bring carbon Pesach Shani, there's going to be a Chiyuv Karis. Everybody agrees to that. Machlaika says, well, there's, a, there's an additional Chiyuv for the Pesach Shani. But if I didn't bring, on purpose, Rishon or Shani, there's going to be a Chiyuv Karis, according to all three opinions. What if I was a shaygeg, unintentionally didn't bring a Pesach Rishon, and unintentionally didn't bring a Pesach Shani? Everyone's going to agree. I'm not Chayav Karis. What happens if I purposely didn't bring a Pesach Rishon? So according to Rebbe and Rav Nassim, I'm Chayav Karis. According to Rakavia, I could get out of the Karis by bringing a Pesach Shani. Okay, I purposely did a Pesach Rishon. So according to Akavia, Rabbi Hanani ben Akavia, I can still wiggle out of my Kares by bringing a Pesach Sheni. So therefore, his Berisha Meshagag Besheni, the Rabbi, the Rav Nosen Mechayve, Rav Chayam ben Akavia, Potter, you're not going to be Chayav Kares. Shagag Berisha Behizib Besheni, let's say he was a Shagag Berisha Behizib Besheni, so then only according to Rabbi, you're going to be Chayav Kares. The Rabbi, the Chayav, Rav Nosen, Rav Hanani ben Akavia, you are going to be Potter, period, end of that Gemara. Okay? All right. Here we go. That was Gishmak, Klor, um, but very technical with a lot of back and forth. This Mishnah Gemara is going to be a little light. A little lighter. Got a little bit of a uh, little bit uh, smoother. And this mission is going to be a discussion, like we said, beginning of today's daf. How far is far? If you're far away, you can't bring a Pesach. How far away? Okay? Some people don't do things because it's too far away. But they say it's far. For example, sitting at the Shabbos table, and one kid asks another kid to pass the water of pitcher, the pitcher of water. It's too far away from me. I can't, I can't stand up to pass it to you. I, I can't reach it. I bend for it. It's too far away. I don't have to pass it to you. It's far. For other people, far away is uh, walking to shul. I go to this shul and not that shul because it's too far away. I go to schnooks and I don't go to Costco because Costco is too far away. I prefer to vacation in Miami instead of Eretz Yisrael because Eretz Yisrael is too far away. Right? So what's far? Is far the water pitcher on the Shabbos table that my kid doesn't want to bend his body to pick it up because it's too far? Or is far away like Australia? You know what I mean? What is this? So here we go. Zuck the Mishnah. How far away do you need to be to not have to bring a carbon Pesach? says the Gemara, from the city of Modi'in, 
and further from Yerushalayim. How far is Modi'in from Yerushalayim? Gemara will let us know. And you basically take that measurement of how far Modi'in is from Yerushalayim, and that's, the, that's how it works in all, you know, in, uh, north, south, east, west. Right? Take that distance, and if it's ever that distance, you don't need to go. Divi Rabbi Akiva, this is the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, these are the words of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Yezer Aymer, Rabbi Yezer says, Mi iskupas ha'azara vilachutz. Where he says it's from the, the doorstep, right? The entrance of the azara, the courtyard, vilachutz, and outside. Okay? Um, now, what this means is that as long as somebody is too far away to have the ability to be in the Beis HaMikdash at the, or in Yerushalayim and capable at the time that the Karban Pesach is shechted, so now you're going to be considered too far away. Amar Le Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi says, What? He says, the reason why there are dots on top of the letter hey of the word Rechaika, Resh, Ches, Kuf, Hey, there's a dot on top of the hey, is because you don't really need to be Rechaika very far away. Even if you are in the Askupas of the Azara, the entrance to the Azara, and outside, that also is considered far away. Now, obviously, this needs explanation, and the Gemara will help us out quite soon. Okay. Ultimately, we have a Machlekes, one Machlekes in the Mishnah, between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Akiva says, Modi'in, Rabbi Eliezer says, um, even if you're in Yerushalayim, but you're outside the Harabayas, you're outside of the area where the animal is shechted throughout that time, you are not going to be Chayav Karis. Amar Ula Ula says, Yerushalayim chamisha osar It's chamisha osar mil. Okay? So that is 50, a little less than 15 miles. A mil is a little less than a mile. So a little less than, uh, they call it, it probably ends up being 12, 13 miles in, in uh, our terms. Yeah, maybe 15 kilometers, something like that. All right, but that's, that's considered far away. And if you don't end up coming to Shalayim for your, your carbon Pesach, you're not going to be Chayv Karis. Savar Laki, who gives this number of 15 mil, holds of Rabbi Bachan and says, Parsois. A person on a regular day, walks 40 mil. Okay? So, where do you get 15 miles, about how far away you are? So if you say, from the time that the sun goes up in the morning, from, from, from the time, excuse me, from the time of from dawn, until Netzachama, until the actual sunrise, so you have, you, you'd be able to walk about 5 mil. Also, what we call from sunset until nightfall. Also, you can walk five mil. 
So if an average person walks 40 mil in a day, and five are already done by sunrise, and five are done between sunset and nightfall, so that means the entire daytime from sunrise to sunset, you can walk up to 30 mil. So you can walk 15 mil in the first half of the day. And 15 mil in the second half of the day. And therefore, what's considered far away? If you're not going to be able to get there in proper time for Shita, you're going to be Potter. So if you were to start walking at noon and then you're only going to get there towards later in the day, you're not going to be obligated. Okay, now the Gemara is going to tell us where all these numbers come from. That you got five mil from dawn to sunrise, you got five mil from sunset to nightfall, and you get thirty mil in between. What's going on? So Amar Mar, the Tana taught us. A person can walk five mil from dawn until sunrise. Menolan, where do you get that from? Where are you coming up with these numbers? Tachsiv says in the pasuk. And the sun was coming up, and the malachim were, were um, this is a Pasuk and Bereshis, they were, they were hurrying, they were going fast. Uksiv. And it says, The sun was that, we were now at sunrise, the malachim, this time the malachim came to save Lot, okay? So they came to get him right away, they started traveling with him at dawn. Okay, and the, by sunrise they came to Tzor. So they left his house when the Malachim saved Lot. What time of day was it? Dawn. Then it says they saw the sun rising and they were in Tzor. So between dawn and sunrise, he went from Sodom to Tzor. V'yama Rebbe Chanina. Chanina says, L'didi liyahu asra. I saw the the place where love, Lot lived until the place where they reached where, by sunrise. And that's where they, we got the number of five mil. How do you know a person walks on average five mil from dawn to sunrise? Because of the pasuk of light. Gufa. A piece of a previously quoted bride. Amarul says, What's considered far? Not able to get there in time for shechting, okay? You're not going to be able to get there before nighttime. You, you could get there by nighttime, but you, you're not going to get there in time to eat it at night. Meaning, you can get there like in the next morning. I've got a question on you, and i got a question on Rabbi Yehuda. Why? who says that there's you got to be able to get there in time for the Shechita. You said you got to be able to be there in time for the Shechita. You have somebody who's Tommy Shirts who can't go on to the Harabai's time for Shechita because he's still Tommy. Still, we said, and you said you could be included in the carbon. Uh, he's not there. He's not able to go there on the proper time because he's got to wait for nightfall. Rabbi Yudakash, and I have a question on Rabbi Yudakash as well. 
that anybody's not there to do time of eating, you're not going to be chayev in Karm Pesach. But Tommy Sheretz, the Tommy he argues on you, and he says Tommy Sheretz is not able to be included, and still he's yachol likonim b'shazachilu v'kamar ain't shaykh v'zarkel Tommy Sheretz. Why can't you include a Tommy Sheretz if he's going to be able to be there in time for the eating? He's tahar by nightfall. Amar lei Ula said lei ledidi kasha vle Reb Yehuda kasha. There's no question on me. There's no question on Reb Yehuda ledidi like kasha. Your question on me about from a guy who's Tommy Sheretz is derech rechayka latar ve'ain derech rechayka latar. The whole halacha of a derech rechayka applies only to somebody who's tar. You're asking on me from a Tommy Sheretz. The reason why I say Tommy Sheretz cannot be included has nothing to do with his ability to show up. Uh, on time for the eating, yes, I agree, he could show up on time for the eating, but it's a completely separate uh, halacha, completely separate reasoning why I hold that a, sheretz, a tummy sheretz cannot be included, and there be Yehuda like Kasha, and according to Yehuda as well, there's no question, because tummy sheretz, Rahman Adachia, he'll say the Torah specifically removes somebody who's tummy sheretz, it says any man, ish ish, who's tummy mace, since it says, Aren't we dealing with the Tommy Mace whose seventh day falls out in Erev Pesach and he's still included in the Karban? And the Torah still says that he should have Pesach Sheni. So, you see that the halacha, you see from here, the halachas of Tumma. The, this, that a person who's pushed off because, from the Karban Pesach because he's Tommy, it's a whole separate set of rules than somebody who's away on a distant road and you have no question on either myself or Rabbi Yehuda from somebody who is Tomei Sheretz. We'll hold it here for this evening. We're up to Ton Rabbonon, five lines from the top of Tzadi Dalit Amaralaf.